You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. You're listening to MLB.com Extras, brought to you by MLB.tv. It's baseball everywhere. Welcome in, MLB.com Extras, the Milwaukee Brewers edition. I'm Dave Raymond with Adam McAlvey. And Adam, it's David Stern's first winter meetings as a general manager. There's still a lot of maneuvering left for this team this offseason. Um, I, I, you know, I almost want to start like, what, what do you expect from him? Well, I think we expect more deals. I mean, he came down here to Nashville with multiple talks happening with, with different teams on a variety of fronts. That tells me... You know, he's listening to everything, and that means Jonathan Lucroy, the guys who are hard to trade. Ryan Braun, if someone wants to make an offer, uh, go for it. I, I think he came into this legitimately open-minded and also legitimately committed to the idea of this rebuild. And look, I think there was a question of whether he was going to continue that process that began under Doug Melvin, and that was answered when they traded away Francisco Rodriguez. I mean, that was the seventh big league player they've traded away since July. It's obvious that this is a full-blown rebuild. They're doing it along the lines of the Astros and Cubs. You know, they're asking their fans to be patient now for the next couple of years because there's going to be this payoff hopefully down the line. And uh, it's interesting. It's been a long time in Milwaukee since they have gone into a season without being able to say, if A and B happens, we think we can contend. This year is going to be now a whole different level of patience from what they've asked of their fans in, you know, really for the last decade. But I think for the first time in a long time, the climate is such that you can really sell a rebuild. I mean, Absolutely. because you've seen it be successful everywhere else. But to me, though, here's a question. Is don't you really have to commit to the complete blow-up? You're saying, like, hey, if they get an offer on Ryan Braun, you know, they would entertain Jonathan Lucroy. I almost look at it the other way, which is to sell the rebuild, you got to blow it up. You, you have to go all in. And I think there are fans who are, you know, would be supportive of that. Look, Chicago's 90 miles down the road. So it's it's right there for fans to see what happens if you really commit to it. They went all in. That was a five-year process, really a five bad years for the Cubs. I think what the Brewers can sell to their fans a little bit is they, they have this head start in that they began this with trading around Mr. Ramirez in July after making the decision before that a terrible start to the year. Uh, ownership was on board with the idea of let's not get caught in the middle. And I think there's enough uh, smart baseball fans who kind of watch around the league and see the danger of getting stuck. And look, it, it happened to the Brewers, I think, in past years too. I, I think to the early years at Miller Park where they had some good players and they had some hope, but they sort of got, they were one of those teams that was kind of stuck in the middle a little bit. Um, and, and I agree with you, Dave. You go all in and it can pay off in the long run. Now, just not to belabor the Jonathan Lucroy point, he still is such an interesting case to me in that his contract is so club-friendly and he plays a position that's so vital to developing a young pitching staff with the, which the Brewers have. And I think the speed with which they get back to contention is going to depend so much on a lot of these young starting pitchers. I guess I can see the argument in making an exception if this is going to be a full-blown blow-up. The exception in that one, just because financially it makes sense, baseball-wise it makes sense to hang on to him. That's why I'm really curious to see where they go with that. Well, that's your guy. Your guy. You're, you're, well, you know what? Ryan Braun said this, and he's right. Even if you go full-blown rebuild, you, you cannot have a team with zero veteran presence. You, you need to have some veteran presence. 
And, you know, I've, I've done 15 years. I have a hard time coming up with a guy who is the kind of guy you want to build around better than Jonathan Lucroy and what they've had here. He, is, he brings some value. But, look, again, they get a good offer. He's, he's gone. Okay, so we'll, we'll keep him on the bubble, at least for the moment. But Adam Lynn, gone, right? I mean, I you got to so. trade him. Yeah, one year left on his deal, left-handed bat, 20 homers. You know, that power is so valuable right now in the game because it's down all throughout baseball. I would think that there is a very small chance. If, in other, if I were making the Brewers media guide, I would not be working very hard <laughs> on my Adam Lynn bio. I put it that way. Okay. Uh, so how do they then go about these, these deals? You know, we... You know, we want to break down the winter meetings by saying, like, well, they need a little help at third base. We know that. You know, they could go with Jonathan VR, but they might want to upgrade there. You know, they might need a little help here or there. But in reality, if you're blowing it up, I mean, you got to just start thinking about depth in the minor leagues, prospects, et cetera, right? So that's yeah. why I feel like you get caught in between. Are they trying to address this year's team in certain respects, or are they just trying to get prospects? Well, I think they're, they are just trying to get prospects. I mean, at some point you have to address it this year's team because you have to put a team out there on the field. And, and in VR, they have a guy who is a, a youngish player who has some room for upside. And I think that fits in what they're trying to do. But, you know, and generally, if, if they're looking at this team, I, I think if, say, they're going to make a big trade, a, a Jonathan Lucroy trade, you'd look at teams where there's some depth in, of third base prospects and you'd look to bolster that position. Um, un, until that point, you know, basically they're stockpiling shortstops. And worked out pretty well for the Cubs you know they, they made those trades uh, uh, in the last say two years and everybody said well what are they going to do with all these shortstops and Addison Russell and Baez and how are they going to ease this log jam and it, it works itself out over time and I think that's kind of the model that this Brewers team is following now is let's just get as many good players get as much young talent as we can right now and you sort out the positions once you get to a point where it, it really matters. As hot as the market seems right now for pitching uh, relief pitching, starting, it doesn't matter. You know, it used to be that a, a top-line starter or closer, big-time money. Yeah. Middle relievers, eh, you know, hey. But right now, it's anybody and everybody. If you can pitch, you've got big value. Do you see them unloading uh, more guys here this week while the iron's hot? Well, they have depth. And, you know, they traded away Francisco Rodriguez to Detroit. David Stern said in the wake of that trade, he still views the bullpen as a strength of this team. And they have some guys, Will Smith, for example, mm -hmm. a really good left-handed pitcher, probably the, the casual fan because the Brewers haven't contended, uh, at least at the end, like they, they've wanted to, doesn't know how good this guy is. This is a deadly slider in Major League Baseball. I think he's got some value on the trade market if they find uh, the right deal. And they do have some depth down that bullpen. So the, the answer is, I think, yes, there still is room to deal there. But they also are in a unique and I think good position, as you said, because of the nature of this market, in that they've got the end of the season with six rookie starting pitchers, all of whom showed some flashes of being competent and could hold their own if you went into next year like that. And now with uh, Rodriguez gone, they've got a really a cheap bullpen uh, that, that's stocked with some power arms that they could go with. So they don't have to add pitching this offseason like other teams do. They can look at the hitting side. And the prices are better there, and I think there's more volume there in terms of uh, adding. So I think they're positioned okay that way. Now, if for the long-term health of the organization, how many of these pitchers that we're looking at now are going to be you know, really good big league pitchers, that's going to determine, I think, how quickly they get back into the, the mode of contention. Okay, all of which, yeah, begs that next question, which is 
has, has David Stern's articulated at all you know, a, a time frame or timetable yeah. on this We all want to know, right? We all want the time frame. I mean, and, yeah. And he won't say it's, it, you know, it, it, it's, it's in their interest not to put a timetable on it because if it happens earlier than expected, well, what are you saying about the players you have? Are they not that good? Uh, if it takes longer than expected, uh, the obvious impatience starts to creep in and now everybody's sitting on a hot seat. You know, and, and it's interesting, uh, they haven't even said how long David Stern's contract as general manager is, and I think the idea there is it would start the clock ticking. You know, if it's a three-year deal, I think the inference would be that they're looking at this as a three-year process, and they do not want any sort of timetable on it. And I think the Houston, David Stearns came from three years in Houston. It's a good example of when you put a timetable on these types of things, you end up looking kind of like an idiot anyway, because who saw the Astros doing what they did this early? Who saw the Cubs making it to the NLCS this early those clubs were maybe at least a year ahead of schedule and I, I don't think they want to get into a position of you know having a clock ticking on something like that well okay and, uh, all understandable uh, to the extent that fans are willing to give a little grace period to a, a new general manager just a concept I mean how much of a grace period do you think Brewers fans are willing to give here yeah uh, I don't know I mean we we will see because again it's been since boy you're talking 2003 2004 where they had this group the Prince Fielder mm -hmm. Ryan Braun JJ Hardy group uh, that the team really was not expected to do anything that they went into spring training hoping to be better Maybe you shock the world, but probably not this year. But look, we see something special happening down the road. That is, that's what they're going to have to sell the fans on now for this season, perhaps next season, perhaps the season after that. And it's about these young prospects now. And you're, you know, you hear about Orlando Arcia, their shortstop. Brett Phillips, a player that they got from the Astros for Carlos Gomez. They picked up some really nice draft picks. It's small sample. We'll see. We'll see what they do in a full minor league season. But they have a couple of guys who are really open to eyes uh, uh, this past summer. Uh, you know, those guys are going to be the ones now you have to, if you're marketing to your fans, you're really going to have to market those players. Okay, you mentioned Arcia, so let me ask you this. Gene Segura a couple of years ago would have been quite the catch. People were very high on him. Yep. I think, you know, people who have been paying close attention would say it might still be there. But for some injuries, some all sorts of events in and around his life. They've been a little bit distracting. The last two years have been bumpy at best. Yeah. I don't know that his values where it could be. Do you think there's pressure maybe to keep him a little bit, maybe build value until the trade deadline and then and then deal? Or are they going to try and move on now and see what Arcee has got? Well, look, that's a gamble. If you keep him and it's another slow start, now his value is further diminished because it's now another half season. That's not great. He's a good offensive player. He can definitely play shortstop. Um, he has a great arm, one of the best arms at shortstop I've seen, but the bat has not developed the way they've wanted it to develop. Uh, also going into arbitration now, so his price tag's about to go up. All the, and, and then as you said, you have Arcia coming, you have another uh, number of other shortstop prospects coming. I think the signs point to this being a pretty good time to make a deal to trade him. Now whether, you know, I can, we can sit here and say they should trade him, it takes another team making a good offer to make that happen, and we'll see whether uh, that does happen, but I, but I think if if we're betting men, I think the the bet is on uh, the, the Brewers filling the gap at starting next season with somebody else, and then eventually giving that job to RCA. Okay, so as we wrap it up, uh, when you leave here Thursday, bags packed, heading home. What do you, what do you anticipate 
having been accomplished here this week? I, I think they make a deal this week. I, I really do. Uh, they've been aggressive in their trades. They've traded away seven major league players uh, since July. Um, for the Tigers, and they're willing to spend. We know that much, but I feel like there's still plenty more to do. Well, I think they're really happy with their offense. They, they've got a few young guys to go with Miguel Cabrera. The game's possible. Trades this week. I also think they are a team that's going to pick a Rule 5 player. And they're the type of club where somebody's going to get an opportunity to come in and stick in the big leagues for a year and, and try to, uh, you know, try to get some young talent that way. You've referenced that Astros rebuild, and it was Ed Wade many years ago who used to call that the land of opportunity for guys like that. And that's where Rule 5 guy, that's a great call because you can bring him in and with little uh, penalty, give him a real shot yep. and see what you got there. All right. Good stuff, Adam. As always, stay busy. <laughs> and maybe we'll get you back up with some real news this week, too. Yeah, thanks, Dave. Okay. Adam McAlvey, MLB.com Extras, the Milwaukee Brewers edition. MLB.tv Premium, the number one live streaming sports service, is celebrating 13 years. Watch every out-of-market regular season game live or on demand in true HD. Real-time highlights, live look-ins, pitch tracking widget, and more. MLB.tv Premium includes a free At-Bat 15 subscription. Watch live baseball on over 400 mobile and connected devices. Watch at home, in the office, or on the go. Every night, on every device. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Visit MLB.tv for details.